Good morning, kind folks. This is the KVMR Morning News Update for Wednesday, March 16th. I'm Steve Baker. The New York Times has been in and around Nevada City and Nevada County talking about the Off the Grid movement. More on that later. First, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today sunny, high near 63, tonight low 44. Tomorrow, cloudy, then clearing and a high of 62. Sacramento, today 72 and sunny, tonight low of 47. Tomorrow, cloudy through mid-morning and a high of 69. Truckee Tahoe, today becoming sunny and a high 50. Tonight, low 22. Thursday, mostly cloudy and 49. Placerville, mainly sunny and 65 today, and Angels Camp today, high 67 and sunny. Nevada County Public Health reports 11 new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday and 45 active cases. Two people are hospitalized. Two are out. KVMR's Joyce Miller has this county election update. Two Nevada County officials, Sheriff Shannon Moon and District Attorney Jesse Wilson, will run unopposed on the June 7th ballot because two people who had filed to run against them do not meet the minimum qualifications to run. Ubinet.com reported today that Matt Beecham, candidate for district attorney, and Lori Steele, candidate for sheriff, have been removed from the June ballot. Beecham said in a text message to Ubinet that he had been exploring a run for Nevada County DA, but has decided against it. Beecham said he will continue to serve out his term as district attorney for Calusa County. Beecham's message was in response to a request for comment about his voter registration status in Nevada County, Ubinet reported. According to the Elections Office Candidate Handbook, the minimum qualifications to run for district attorney include being a registered voter in the county. Beecham was not registered to vote in Nevada County at the time of filing, according to the Elections Office. According to the Candidate Handbook, any candidate who signs the Declaration of Candidacy declares that they meet the qualifications for the office they seek. Lori Steele, who had filed to oppose incumbent Sheriff Shannon Moon, sent a written acknowledgment to the Elections Office that she is not eligible for the office of County Sheriff. Ubinet reported that Steele's name will also be removed from the ballot. According to the Union newspaper of Grass Valley, Steele had learned that to qualify to run, she needed to have worked within five years of filing. She said she does not meet that qualification. The state government code list of requirements to run for county sheriff includes a year of full-time salaried law enforcement experience within five years prior to the date of filing. Thanks, Joyce. This from the New York Times in an article with the dateline, Nevada City, California. In the gold rush, Northern California attracted prospectors looking for financial independence. Now this area is at the vanguard of a new movement, people seeking to use only the energy they produce themselves. Angry over blackouts, wildfires caused by utilities, and rising electricity bills, a small but growing number of Californians in rural areas and in the suburbs of San Francisco are going off the grid. They can do so because of a stunning drop in the cost of solar panels and batteries over the last decade. Some homeowners who have built new off-grid homes say they have even saved money because their systems were cheaper than securing a new utility connection. There have long been free spirits and survivalists who have lived off the grid. But the decline in solar and battery costs and growing frustrations with utilities appear to be laying the groundwork for more people to consider doing so. 
Nobody is quite sure how many off-grid homes there are, but local officials and real estate agents say there were dozens here in Nevada County, a picturesque part of the Sierra Nevada range between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. Some energy experts say that millions of people could eventually go off the grid as costs drop. A fully off-grid system in California can run from $35,000 to $100,000, according to installers. It's not just the doomsayers or the eco-hippies, says Diane Vukovic, who has researched the laws and regulations about going off the grid for Primal Survivor, an organization that helps consumers with disaster preparedness. People want to have that self-reliance, she says. It's become so much cheaper and easier that at this point, there's very little reason not to do it if you have the means to make the investment now. People going off the grid argue that utilities are not moving fast enough to address climate change and are causing other problems. In Northern California, Pacific Gas Electric safety record has alienated many residents. The company's equipment caused a 2018 campfire, which killed dozens and destroyed the town of Paradise, about 70 miles north of Nevada City. The utility's effort to prevent fires by cutting off power to homes and businesses has also angered people. One of those residents is Alan Savage, a real estate agent in Grass Valley who bought an off-grid home six years ago and has sold hundreds of such properties. He says he never loses power, unlike PG&E customers. I don't think I'll ever go back to being on the grid, Mr. Savage says. For people like him, it's not enough to take the approach favored by most homeowners with solar panels and batteries. Those homeowners use their systems to supplement the electricity they get from the grid, provide emergency backup power, and sell excess energy to the grid. The appeal of off-grid homes has grown in part because utilities have become less reliable. And RMI, a research organization formerly known as the Rocky Mountain Institute, has projected that by 2031, most California homeowners will save money by going off the grid as solar and battery costs continue to fall and utility rates continue to increase. That phenomenon will increasingly play out in less sunny regions like the Northeast over the following decades, the group forecasts. And in the rest of the news... Russian asylum. Thousands of Russians opposed to President Vladimir Putin are seeking asylum at the Mexican border, mostly near San Diego, the Associated Press is reporting. And COVID in Congress. Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren of California is among at least four House Democrats who tested positive for the coronavirus after attending the House Democratic Caucus's retreat in Philadelphia last week. Birthdays today include actor Eric Strata of Chips at 73, Asleep at the Wheel leader Ray Benson turned 71, folk roots and bluegrass artist Tim O'Brien shares a birthdate with guitarist Nancy Wilson of Heart. They're both 68. And rapper Flavor Flav of Public Enemy is now 63. Hey, stay tuned as we go back to the Wednesday morning show featuring your host, the lovely Lynn Heinz himself. <laughs> 